Hey! Hi! <laughs> it's episode 151 Woo. of the Big Planet Comics podcast. That's a lot of episodes. It's uh, one more than 150. It's true. We're moving right along. We're moving right along. We're, we're going to be at 200 in no time. Uh, oh, man. That's Woefully crazy. unprepared, I would yeah. predict. <laughs> As always. Yeah. What have you guys been up to lately? Anything interesting? Uh, we all went on vacation. Yeah. What did you do on your vacation? Uh, very little. It was great. We didn't really talk about a vacation, did yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's do it. Guys, we didn't even introduce ourselves. Oh, yeah. I'm I Nick. I was waiting for that. I'm Jared. I'm Kelly. And we all are. <laughs> this is the vacation hour <laughs> of the Big Plant Comics podcast. Let's talk about our vacations, guys. <laughs> so I didn't go to the beach. Why not? Okay. Because you guys went to the Where beach. Where did you go? Uh, I went up to Baltimore for a bit. I did a lot of day trips. It's not really a vacation. No, trust me. It's the Get, opposite of it. Getting out of town was great. No, it was awesome. I went up to, uh, there's a place right north of Baltimore where they still have a drive-in movie theater. Well, that's cool. And I've seen it. Yeah. Have you been up there? I haven't been in it, it but I've great. seen it. I've driven past it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's supposedly the biggest screen in America, or so he claims. That's cool. And he has like a literal handout he gives everyone who comes in about all the rules. If you break the rules, you get thrown out and possibly banned for life. So it's this like constant like, this is a fun experience, but I'm very nervous this guy's yeah. going to do something crazy. No sex in the cars. No, like every post online <laughs> is all people complaining about getting thrown out for breaking rules and stuff. It's amazing. Uh, but so you pay 10 bucks per person uh-huh. and you can watch three movies in a row. And there's an amazing You actually snack sit in bar. your car? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't. A lot of people. You bring lawn chairs? A lot of people do that. You just set them up out front. People are barbecuing. Or not barbecuing, couch? but. Like tailgating and stuff. Is it the sort of thing where you like you turn your car radio onto a certain yep. station? Okay. Yep. So oh, can I, you bring beer? Yeah, I've been to those. Trips. You can pay to bring in food. You have to pay for like a food ticket, oh. and then you can bring in whatever you want. So I think that includes beer. I'm not positive, but nice. it was pretty awesome. So saw two movies, and then there was a third movie at midnight. I'm like, no, I'm going home. What did you see? Uh, I saw Minions and Mission Impossible. Interesting. It was a double header, which was pretty great. Mission Impossible was really good. I saw it. Was really, it was really fun. Where'd you uh, go, Nick? I yeah. went to New Jersey. Is that beach? how you pronounce it? Sure. Uh I went to Avalon, which is in, I don't know, southeast New Jersey, I guess. Uh, but I was on the beach. My friend had a beach house. It was wow. fun. We were there for a few days. One of the days, we went to Atlantic City. Nice. Went to uh, the Tropicana Casino. Played some poker. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Did I lost win? $15. Oh. But I was playing poker with five hundred dollars, so wow. that that worked out all right. That's great. <laughs> I was down a few hundred at some point. Ew, went back up. Wow. But yeah, it was fun. We had a great time. Lots of free drinks. Very good. <laughs> we very played good. poker for like six hours. Oh my goodness! So that cool. Wow, that's really good to Lord. lose that much. Yeah, it was fun. I guess um, it's really not super terrible. It's super fun. Uh, but yeah, I had a good time. I went to the beach. I went to the. Cra- it was the craziest current I've ever had experienced at, at the beach. We walked in, and it's like really hard to walk because the current is so strong huh. that like it's just pushing you I'm surprised wow. they even let you yeah swim. there was lifeguards like right at the beach yeah. their chairs wow. were like pulled up at the beach and they were like don't go too far in i was like cool i went like a little further in i had like a like a boogie board with me yeah and that, it was so hard to get in like further in because it was so strong wow and it was like my my legs hurt just from the yeah. strain of trying to push against the current. Wow. And uh, I got on my boogie board and ended up like halfway down the beach. <laughs> yep. Instead of like swimming back, I was like, I'm just going to get out and yep. like walk, walk. back. Yeah. Um, we had all the it was insane. good ocean in North Carolina then. So yeah, you went to the beach too? Yeah, I have family that lives in the Outer Banks of North Ooh, Carolina. Ooh, that's good family. Yeah, so we went down. A friend and I went down and stayed in my aunt's house with six dogs. None of them were mine. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like so a that nightmare. was cool. Um, 
they were generally okay. They all stayed within 10 feet of each other at all times. <laughs> so they like moved as a pack. Nice. Uh, but anytime like we were up in bedrooms on the second floor and anytime somebody like if either of us opened a drawer or like turned on the shower, all of the dogs started barking. <laughs> you just hear them oh, distantly. But all we did was swim in the ocean and read books. And I read um, I read this phenomenal sci-fi trilogy. Oh, go on. Go uh, on. The Paradox Trilogy by Rachel Botch. Huh. Um, I cannot recommend it highly enough. I love it. Write, write it down. down. Um, and it was funny because at the end of the third book, um, which at which point I was crying, <laughs> just <laughs> not on the beach, but crying. Um, there's an excerpt for this other sci-fi trilogy. And I was like, sure, anything. Just keep it going by somebody else and so i bought the first book of that and i got totally sucked into oh, that that's how they get so you. yeah i am just right now in the midst of like fantastic sci-fi <laughs> stuff although the third book in that trilogy doesn't come out till october so i'm Ooh, no. suffering a little bit yeah i just started but, a fantasy trilogy oof. and realized that the second book just came out in hardcover which means the third one will be out in a year or two and i was like oh yeah can't do it. <laughs> killing me it's like waiting for like a Game of Thrones book. Yeah, um, that's what burns you. But yeah, I haven't read that many prose books, like <laughs> no. non-comic books. So I read that's five great. when we were down there, and I've wow. read yeah, like three more since I've been wow. home. I'm just like nice. ripping through them. <laughs> and this will end, and I'll go back to just watching TV and play video <laughs> games. But right now, all I'm doing is reading books. Yeah, once all the shows start up again. <laughs> oh yeah. I still uh, haven't finished like I Zombie or Orphan oh, Black. Yeah, like, I, I got distracted and stopped and haven't finished yet. Finish it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what we've been up to. Yeah. Hooray. I'll see what the rest of the world's up to with some news. Yeah. This just in Tom Hardy is still hot. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly wanted us to repeat the fact that Tom Hardy is I still hot. I did not. didn't want us to repeat it. She just wanted us to keep up with our news coverage to make sure he's yes. still hot. Yeah, I just saw sure. Tom Hardy on the sheet and was like, wait, are we still talking about this? No, wait, there's actual Tom Hardy comic book news. In Tom Hardy news. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hardy is going to take his shirt off and produce and star in a 100 Bullets film adaptation. I don't oh, know about this. That is probably true. He might take his shirt off, uh, depending on which character he plays. Yeah. I guess. That's true. Which character? I don't know. I don't even remember the character's name. It's been a while. Maybe Lono. Hundred bullets. Oh no, uh, <laughs> Lono. No. Oh gosh, who's the other? He guy? wouldn't play that Lono. <laughs> who's, too, the, who's the guy with the goatee? Uh, Wiley, maybe. I, I think he play Wiley. Wiley, maybe. Interesting. Anyway, um, that's cool. Yeah, uh, Hundred Bullets is one of my favorite books of all time. Yep. This it's is definitely like the first property that I've ever heard of Tom Hardy acquiring. Oh, that's true. Like I've never like doing heard his own of this production stuff. So yeah. that's kind yeah. of interesting. And yeah, the only other thing that's close to this is, I guess, like. Seth Rogen doing Preacher or whatever. Like, right. he acquired the rights. Like, there's not too many celebrities that are like, oh, let me do this random comic, like, really get the rights to it and yeah. do it myself. Um, hmm. But yeah, I I would be super excited. I don't it'd be, I don't know how they would do it as a film. Um, yeah. It would have to be, I guess, a series of films. Yeah, it'd be super but, short. Uh, either way, it's exciting. They could, um, they could leave off the whole, like, second half of the series and just well, do, like, could, crazy shorts and yeah, action adventure stuff. Yeah. I guess they could do it. They could do, like, Quick stuff where like they introduce some characters through the hundred bullets yeah concept, and then get into a bigger thing. So yeah, we'll see. Um, other piece of news: Marvel. This is kind of older news, but I don't think we ever talked about it. Hopefully not. We, uh, we couldn't. None of us could remember if we did. Uh, so Marvel officially announced Spidey. It's a new ongoing all ages Spider-Man comic, which is something none of the 
big neither of the big two do anymore really that isn't or? that isn't like screen grabs from a yeah. tv show or that's like or super kitty based on like a cartoon yeah or just based a on one a shot you know right. yeah because there's like teen titans go whatever but you know that's all it's based on a cartoon there's you know there's not nothing that's a new thing and so yeah this is going to be robbie thompson who does silk which is great yeah and nick bradshaw who i love from wolverine and x-men uh so yeah i'm excited to read an all all, all ages Spider-Man book, I think it'll be really fun. Yeah. Got, it's going to be kind of, you know, out of continuity thing, so it's its own thing, and he's going to be a teenager, and so that's very fun. And I'm it's excited. Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, not Miles, but you can also read. I think I guess Miles is kind of all ages. It's, it's, it's upper. Like, it it Young gets adult. a little, yeah, yeah it gets a little more adult, but but yeah, either way, uh, it's going to cool. be a fun time to read Spider-Man comics. Um, that's all the news. That's really it. All Nothing right. too exciting. I guess all the con- 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 cons, conventions, conventions, I was going to say conventions, <laughs> conventions uh, have happened. And there, well, there's there's some more. Yeah, still. all the big ones for the, the summer. F- yeah, the fall stuff is. Yeah, is so we'll be some up. announcements soon. SPX. Is oh, like I guess well, there was one more thing that I forgot to write down here. Marvel announced uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. <gasps> yeah. Oh yeah, which is really exciting news. Really exciting. Um, I, we actually have had a lot of people ask for it already. That's pretty crazy. It's a good sign that it'll do well. It's not out yet, guys. Yeah, but soon. It's like a almost some Miss Marvel level of like interest. interest. That's great. That's right? Cool. Yeah, but she's but it's I feel like younger. It's yeah, gonna be for the younger uh, crowd than Miss Marvel. She's a, yeah, she's she's probably around the same age as Miss Marvel. No, Miss Marvel. Probably like Kamala's like fifteen right? or sixteen, yeah, yeah. and I, Moon Girl it looks to be like twelve. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, it looks fun. I'm um, so excited. But yeah, go. we don't know when it's coming out. So nope. Stop asking me. <laughs> well, well, My well, only answer know. is usually like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe December? Yeah, it hasn't solicited yet. So the it's earliest least, it yeah. would be would be December. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, so that's another announcement. That was fun. Uh, let's do some questions. All right. Our first question comes from <laughs> Aram the Space Armenian. Who is, I believe he asked a question a little while back. He did. He is our number one loyal space fan. He or fan. she. Oh. They a- a- Aram, are. the space Armenian. She. Well, it's she, but it's, it's it could be either gender. <laughs> uh, so, we didn't talk about that when we were recording. No oh, one's yeah, going to we understand were, we're, that reference. Very confusing. <laughs> so, uh, if a ever, reference, ever reference to whatever Kelly was reading. Justice and we'll, you'll get that. Uh, in our weird jokes. He, she says, hi guys, it's me, Aram, the space Armenian. Hello. First off. Love the podcast. Thank Thanks. You. Thank you. Thanks, man. Second most, I have a question. If you could live in any comic created universe, which would you choose? The Walking uh, Dead. No, uh, wait, no. Well, it says, note, you would still be you. In other words, you can't just be Wolverine because you choose to live in Ellis's astonishing X Men universe. You would still be yourselves, amazing nonetheless, but not super heroic per se. Unless that world you choose allowed for such augmentations and enhancements. He's a okay. bonus question, but I think that's all right. Um, oof. Man, that's, that's <laughs> a good question. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a really fun universe. Maybe Boneville around <laughs> Boneville. Bone, maybe not Boneville itself, cool. but the valley. The valley, yeah. dragons, and I could fight rat creatures and get eaten. Get eaten. You could drink with uh, people in the local tavern. Yeah, hang out with uh, Ben. That'd be pretty. Awesome. That'd be pretty sweet. I want to live universe. in the Avatar: The Last Airbender universe. <laughs> oh no! I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be. That's amazing. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily be a bender, but I would have like yeah. turtle ducks 
in my life. <laughs> yeah. True. You'd have so, some platypus bears. Exactly. Oh, man. That's so a good point. that's what I pick. <laughs> that would be pretty magical. And it could be Korra, too, because that's going to be a comic. So at any that's point true. in the in that history, I'm all about <laughs> it. Unless I was like in a Fire Nation prison. <laughs> that's, that's but I feel like I wouldn't up. be a threat to anyone because I'm still me. Because you just so. be selling cabbages at a little shop exactly. somewhere. <laughs> um... Well, his bonus question, you should, you, we can answer it at the same time. Okay. It's on the co- converse side. Which comic-created universe would you absolutely not want to live in? Walking Dead. Walking Dead. <laughs> Walking Dead. Yeah. Any um, place with zombies. Oh, any man, place yeah. with zombies. Uh, well, I would. I think I would uh, I'd like the Shudder universe. Oh, man. Yeah, that'd be really if you guys fun. Would, uh, keep up with Shudder. Yeah. Shudder has pretty much everything in it. That's true. It's got robots. It's got uh, animal people. Ghost ninjas. It's got griffins. <laughs> it's got space, space travel. Anything you can imagine exists. And they're all friendly. Uh, most of them. Yeah. All of them are friendly. And they all get along. <laughs> uh, so that'd be a cool universe. Um, I think the one I would uh, probably least like to live in <laughs> is uh, probably Lazarus. <laughs> that's a pretty oh, yeah, that's yeah. a pretty brutal, brutal. unless you're and like we would not be we'd be the the surf yeah we'd be <laughs> yeah yeah we'd be the waste yeah we'd we'd be the waste that we got wouldn't killed, even be surf we'd be just killed be waste. in episode negative two we just live in the wastelands dying yeah a slow painful death i feel like i wouldn't yeah. want to live in like any of the marvel universes right now because i would not have been a person who survived into <laughs> the bend to battle world you might <laughs> we might just be one of the, the the normal people living in some of the yeah we didn't live in new york so yeah new york i don't think they saved, city they saved, saved. Uh, dc oh i could live in the the a-force universe and just be surrounded by yeah amazing super heroines forever that'd be cool taking care of me i mean actually i could live there too that'd be pretty nice <laughs> <laughs> um true. also another place i would uh Definitely not to live in is Scalp Universe, which is pretty much the real world. <laughs> it's true. Oh. But uh, on an Indian reservation. But uh, it seems like a very miserable place. Yeah. Um, very hard times. And that book is super depressing. So That's true. <laughs> Social commentary. Man, this is, just, <laughs> Social this is a commentary. good question. I got to think about yeah. it some more. Maybe I'll think of a better universe. A better universe you want to live in? I don't know. Duckville would be pretty amazing. Oh, too. Duckburg? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Would you be Would you be like Scrooge McDuck's servant? Probably. <laughs> The person just, who has to like sweep all of the coins into a giant pile. Yeah, every day, every day, just fill up life. the coins, and then he'll he's gonna come back every day and jump in them and mess them up. Yeah, that's what he does. <laughs> you gotta fix them. Somebody's gotta do it. What also, a life. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say the Hellboy universe, but then I was like, no, because currently it's hell on earth. Yeah, I was about to say the world's getting destroyed. How would you pick a city that had not been destroyed or that's was not true. going to be destroyed? Yeah, um, yeah. Especially yeah. DC gets trashed a lot in these universes, so you gotta be really careful about what universe you're picking. Yeah, or why the last man? You guys oh, wouldn't be doing man. so well. If why the last yeah. man? I guess if we, if either nope. of us were there, we'd be the last man, right? We, we, we couldn't be, both we, be there at the same time. De- he did say we'd be alive, so we'd probably be there and die instantly. <laughs> we just bleed York. out. Yeah. We'd have to yeah. be in outer space. No, that's true. Could man, astronauts. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, hopefully that answers your question. Um, I want to keep thinking about it. Aram, we want to live in the places that are cool and not live in the places where we would die. Yeah. <laughs> is, we would die. is what it comes down to. All of the bad places. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's all the questions. Uh, well, he also says he's your friend. He's our friend and number one loyal space fan. Uh, well, he says he's he's Aram Space Armenian from Washington, D.C. Space Sector 2814. Yep. That's nerdy. Checking in. That's the actual space sector from Green Lantern, right? I hope so. Yep. Otherwise, he's in a different universe. <laughs> he's in really a different confusing. space sector. 
Uh, she says, thanks again. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Send us some more questions. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a fun one. I'm still kind of thinking about it. I know, it. me too. <laughs> I'm looking at all the comics in here. I'm like, looking at everything. Missing? Would you want to live in the Saga universe? I was thinking about that. Oh, that that'd would be, be kind of cool. Depends well, on there'd be like be. a war going on, but. Yeah, but. Yeah. Not not our war. We'd, we'd, we'd just be like. <laughs> it's everybody's war. No, I was about to say, we'd be like some weird auxiliary, like mercenary force sent to battle out that we don't even know why. How we're about, the, pl- how about the planet in woods? Would you like to be on that planet? Oh, oh my gosh, no. no. Oh, how about the Autumn Lands? <laughs> oh, that'd be uh, cool. Well, well, according to the rules, we'd out, we'd be animal people, right? Oh, I don't know. We'd still be ourselves. Because he says, no, he said, he said, unless you choose a place where it allows for such augmentations, enhancements. So everybody in that universe is an animal. So we'd, we'd the, be like, except for the champion. Yeah, dude. but he's from the past. We don't know. Yeah, we wouldn't be the champion. <laughs> we'd be. I think we'd show up as human. I'd he be said, like. He said we'd be ourselves. So I'd we'd be have like to be a changed. goat. No, I would be a goat person. <laughs> I like that you just because thought this out. Yeah. What? Yeah. How does that connect? People are all okay. Goats. Okay. <laughs> we, should, we should move on. What Let's animal would on. you be? Okay. No, if you would on. like to ask us something, which then we can beat it into the ground, uh, you can. You get super confused. Yeah. Send us an email or tweet at us or uh, ask it on our Tumblr or on Facebook or in person. Whatever you got. Yeah. Anything, any means of communication you can think of. That works. That is not <laughs> tying a note to a rock and throwing it to her through our window. Yeah. Then we'd have to fix the window. Sex criminals universe. Uh, anyway. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> that might be the real universe. Stay out of the know. East of West universe. Also true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's it uh, for questions. And now we're going to do some reviews. We love comics, they're swell, except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right, first up, we have a bunch of 2D Cloud mini comics. Cool little publisher. It's got a bunch of big books and a lot of mini comics. Uh, we have forever, well, how do we even pronounce this? Concupiscence? Sure. Maybe. Uh, by Vincent Stahl. Great Heights by Marinomi. Naomi. Uh, Harvest by Nicholas Brutzman and an honest performance by Will Dinsky. Uh, so yeah, we just uh, did a nice bunch of their stuff all came in all at once. So that's why we're doing them all together. Uh, which one do you want to do first? We'll just talk about all of them. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite one? Um, I thought an honest performance was really good by Will Dinsky. He's done a bunch of other ones that we've had him before. I haven't reviewed one. I yeah, that remember. one's really cool. Um, I really liked Great Heights. Yeah, it's Great Heights. Very, very simple, but in a really enjoyable way. Yeah, she gets yeah. emotion across really good. It's just about her, Mary Naomi, loving heights and has Going. a very simple, clean style. Yeah. yeah. But still gets a really good idea across. Harvest is uh, from. I think that was my favorite. I don't know why. Yeah, it says <laughs> it's text just, it's from, really weird. from Jailhouse Stories by Neil Haugerud. So I assume it's a real story, yeah. which is even more amazing. But it's about a bunch of cattlemen who go into town and get in trouble. And well, trouble comes to them and they handle it. And it was amazing. Super short, really great. Uh, Vincent Stahl's one, which I won't even try to pronounce, is kind of a weird fable. Concupiscence? Sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, who's uh, living near a weird magical forest and definitely has a <laughs> conversation with his, his involved, cow so. that is kind of. You I know, feel like it's. It's a myth. I feel like this is it a thing be, that happened yeah. in Greek myth. <laughs> I don't think it is, but that's the it's way it the feels. Feel for yeah. It, yeah. But it's a very bizarre. I thought his art was really good. People yeah, really cool. getting it on with nature, like literally with nature. Yep. <laughs> it feels um, very mythological. <laughs> yes. I think Will Dinsky's is the longest of the batch, um, but it was a pretty interesting thing about a musician who's being filmed for a documentary about his life, and it's just like him 
how he feels, how he deals with yeah. it, and like how weird it is when this is happening around you, but also him kind of evaluating his life yeah. and what it's going to look like on the screen and what he's going to definitely stuff. the most so, dense of the yeah, that's the longest one. Uh, but yeah, all pretty cool, all pretty and cool, a very good cross selection of kind of like yeah. what a single publisher can do. Two D Cloud so, is awesome. There you go. So a whole bunch of them. Uh, yeah. So that's that. Uh, next up we have Howard the Human number one. By Scotty Young and art by Jim Mafood. Number one is a kind of a misnomer. This is it's a, a one shot. shot. Yeah, <laughs> number one of one. Um, so this is basically one of the. It's a Secret Wars tie-in. It's a universe where Howard the Duck is a human, and he's the only human. It's kind of the inverse of Howard the Duck. Um, everybody else is an animal. There's kind of clever puns. Uh, I mean, some are obvious. You know, Black Cat is Black Cat, um, but. Uh, you know, Kirk Connors is a lizard man, works at a bar. But this is basically about Howard the Duck going into a bar and uh, <laughs> uh, owing the bar a lot of money, being held at gunpoint, and telling a story about uh, his dealings with Black Cat and uh, Matt Murdock, who is a blind mouse, <laughs> which is great. Um, yeah, it's really funny. It's 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 really you know it's it's a one shot, so it's it's not like super dense or anything, but it's fun. It, this literally had parts where I laughed out loud, like <laughs> not the ridiculous puns, but just like the way that uh, like Scotty Young is able to tell the story. He just had like some great beats and some really funny twists and characters who had good lines and stuff. I like the sort of it felt like, you know, a sort of classic noir. Yeah. Narration type thing, the way the story went around and i liked the the people in the bar like interjecting and yeah, you know as it part. as it went on people became more invested in it and that's that's the thing that i liked more it, some of the like i don't know some of the the jokes about um some of the like i don't know the animal jokes and stuff there's like, a lot of puns yeah i don't <laughs> yeah. I, I hate puns. i like <laughs> and i could have done uh, without that but i liked the like storytelling part of it it's like yeah it's like the uh, daredevils in hen's kitchen it's great it's great I love it. And there are all these like <laughs> duck jokes about Howard, even though Howard isn't a duck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there aren't any other ducks. Yep. <laughs> so that is weird. It's pretty great. Uh yeah. So that's Howard the Human. It ends really weird. Yeah. Uh, but great. Um next up we have Mox Knox by Juan. Juan Cornella. Cornella. Uh, Cornella. Oh yeah, Cornella. Yeah. Span he's Spanish. Uh but uh you've probably seen some of these online. It's just a bunch of one-page uh, kind of gag strips. Four or six panels. Yeah. It varies. Sometimes it's less, more. But uh, I don't even know how to describe it. They're really offensive, uh, but really, really funny. It's um, just bright, crazy color palettes. Kind of creepy. kind of smiley, cartoony it faces. Feels, it looks like it's drawn in cartoon. And yeah. it's people doing terrible things or like cheerfully helping other people do terrible things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know. There's no way to describe any of this. Um, yeah, there's so it's because a lot of them are silent or with very few words. And some of it's almost, jokes almost about no like dialogue. Yeah, some of it's jokes about like there's a joke about like perspective. So this guy's looking in a mirror, and he sees this one guy stabbing another guy uh, over his shoulder. But when he turns around, nobody's there. But then he turns around again. You see that there's two <laughs> men growing out of his back, 
and one is stabbed the, the other. other. <laughs> it's uh, it's that weird stuff. But then, like, like that. almost all these jokes will end up with any survivors kind of smiling at each other, being like, "Hey, hey, we did it." Yep. <laughs> uh, I like the one that is a lady sitting by herself on a park bench, and a couple goes by. She's watching couples go by, being all happy, and she sees this very handsome, like handyman, walk up with his tool chest and she gets this smile on her face and then you have a panel of two hands holding hands and then it it pulls back and it's her and she's been sawed in half and she's holding her own hand. <laughs> yeah, so I think <laughs> it's that, that sort of thing. I think this is the genius of Cornelia's art is that like a lot of it is playing tricks with cartooning. Yeah. So it's either it's a perspective or what you expect to see. Like one of my favorite ones is a guy with who's shot himself in the forehead and is lying on a table with the gun next to him. And a woman comes in shocked. Uh, but then the guy opens his eye and winks at the viewer and is holding a can of tomato paste. And then the next panel, he gets up and the woman's legs are dangling from the ceiling. And so the guy hangs himself as well. And then it pulls back to reveal that the bar he's hung himself from is the woman is just doing chin ups, <laughs> which would clearly be visible to him. But as the viewer, you're totally are tricked by it. Yeah. So it's right. a lot of like that sort of stuff. It's great. Um, some of these other ones are even weirder. Like, I don't even get it. It gets weird. Yeah. These. But uh, but the ones that yeah. I get are genius. Like he's so good. Yeah. So yeah, that was Mox Knox. Definitely awesome. Definitely, if you haven't checked any of these out, do it. Uh, next up, we have Phonogram, the Immaterial Girl Number One, by Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey. Uh, so this is the team that's been doing Wicked and Divine recently, but they actually started working on Phonogram themselves. It's the third volume yep. of Phonogram. So they've done two previous series. Um, and basically their concept is music is magic that like that kind of wonderful feeling you get when a song really affects you is a literal power that magicians can use to manipulate into a magical spells. Um, and so the main one for this is that, is it the aha video? I forget. Who uh, did it. yeah. It's yes. take on me. Yeah. Take on me by aha, which is kind of like a weird slashy art style video, very sketchy in which it's an animated style and the video pulls the viewer into the TV screen and they run through this like magical cartoon world. So it's like falling into a comic book. I think she does fall into a comic book. Oh, no, but that's what the video is. No, but in, yeah, in the video, a girl gets sucked into a comic yeah. book. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She gets sucked into the video. <laughs> and so in this, uh, it's a girl in the 80s who sees the video for the first time and basically makes a deal with this video that if she gives up part of her personality, she could go into this world and part of her would stay behind and part of her would be trapped in this video forever. And so then it's the like 2000s. Uh, a big part of this is like kind of the music of a time. So it's a very time specific series of comics. It's like when certain music was popular, when certain right. things were happening in music scenes, there, this is all very British too. It's very Britpop. It's Kieran Gillen at his music snobbishist and right. a lot of is, characters are terrible his potential yeah. for music snobbery is very high but it's mm-hmm. but it's i don't know it's almost enjoyable yeah, like it's, it's almost great. gleeful how so dense these references are where it's to the point where you don't even really need to understand the reference to un, to enjoy yeah. the reference yeah <laughs> so it's which is a little odd and even weirder is he has a glossary at the back so if you want to know all the weird <laughs> obscure music references that are happening you can do it uh, but there's a crazy twist at the end, um, which I thought was actually pretty awesome. It's awesome. If you, uh, if you introduce the idea a bunch of characters, of music so. as witchcraft sounds good to you, definitely. Or you just love music, or you love magic stuff. And you don't necessarily need to have read the previous. There is a character in yeah. it who is in the previous ones, yeah. but I feel like I think you don't need it. No. You really don't. Yeah, but, but you there, are, there are two other ones if you want to read them too. So 
that was Phonogram and Materials number one. Uh, next up, we have Secret Wars, Secret Love number one by Michael Fife, Felipe Smith, Jeremy Whitley, Guruhuru, Marguerite Bennett, Marguerite again, uh, Chris Anka, and Katie Cook. This is another one shot, four separate stories. Uh, secret, five separate stories. Five separate stories, secret mm-hmm. war tie-ins. Oh yeah, I forgot of the little gun at the end. Um, so yeah, it's it's sort of this take on you know romance comics, um, but in a secret war kind of way. And so you've got battle world. Yeah, the battle battle world kind of way. So you've got the Michael Fife thing is Daredevil and Typhoid Karen. Mary. Oh yeah, and then the uh, you've got. Uh, Robbie Reyes from Ghost Racers, who meets Miss um, Marvel. And then you have, uh, let's see, Misty Knight and Danny Rand. And the Squirrel last girl. one, Squirrel, yeah, Squirrel Girl, who wins a date with Thor. <laughs> and then some uh, ant people. Yes, and a little, a little Ant-Man one. Um, What's I your favorite? My favorite by far was Squirrel Girl wins a date with Thor. Um it's great. The Chris Anka did the art on this, and Marguerite um, Bennett did the writing, and it's just <laughs> sweet and cute and perfect. It's exactly what you need. She names his abs. She does name his abs. <laughs> it's um, great. My favorite one, I think, was the um, Iron Fist uh, Misty Night one. I like oh, that really? one a lot. I really like that one. That was my um, second. I really like that one's it. kind of a cool one. That's like because uh, these are all romance stuff, but this is kind of about. Being in a marriage for a long time and trying to rekindle romance and kind of losing that just because you're with together each other for so long and um, I that that's the one that kind of felt the most honest to me. Yeah, yeah. I felt like really real. And like, Great Hero's art is fantastic. It's, yeah, it's very good. I um, love I love at the end when they're watching kung fu movies and he's doing her awesome. hair. Like yeah. that's my favorite. <laughs> uh, the one I kind of liked the tone of the best was uh, Michelle Fife's one, uh, the Daredevil story was written like it was a 1960s or 1970s romance comic. Oh, yeah. So it was very stylized of kind of like, I was dating this guy, and I thought he was with another Michel? woman. Yeah. He's, it, oh. he's, he's Cuban. Blew so. my mind. Michelle. Yep. I asked him because I was very confused. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and it's kind of like that, uh, is it Karen Page? Who's the yeah. yes. story? Is kind of like, my boyfriend's Daredevil, and he goes off all the time to like fight and save the city. It's the most but traditional. what's he really him. doing? Yeah, and so he has this yeah. feel of like, the girl trying to investigate what's going on and then finding out that, you know, he's out fighting all this stuff or is he? Well, she thinks he's cheating on him, but he's like being mind controlled. And yep. Uh, But it had this, the perfect tone of like the kind of caption narration and stuff. Like if you ever read any old romance comics, you'll be like, yep, that's exactly what it's like. But with superheroes. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this is a great book. Uh, Definitely check it out. Uh, Even if they had a lot of fun. It was awesome. Even if the idea of a romance comic doesn't quite appeal to you, I think you'll, you'll, you'll find it pretty enjoyable. It, yep. it 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 covers every almost every version or part of a relationship or that's true. I don't yeah. know, like different time periods of in a relationship and stuff. But it's cool. Yeah, really well done. Very very good. Um, and oh boy, last but certainly not least, we have Zodiac Star Force number one. It's oh finally out. Gosh. Kevin Panetta. Yes, yes. And Paulina Gadishaw. I know that. I, I feel like there's no way for us to review this objectively. Um, so we could just talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're all too invested in it because, I mean, I've been hearing about it for We've years. We've all been hearing about it. Yeah. Uh, I've been, I've heard every aspect of every story that Kevin has planned and uh, it's changed a f- few times in the years. And we, We've published numerous short 
Zodiac Star Force appearances and all the characters on a sandwich board in front of the store. So <laughs> we're a little biased. Uh, yeah, so... But it's I think great. we all really liked it. Yeah, so... Uh, so Kevin kind of was on the podcast a few weeks ago yeah. to talk about it, but just to sort of revamp, um, this isn't an origin story. The origin story has already happened, but we haven't seen it. The girls have already saved the universe once, um, and it is not without cost. And so this is sort of uh, the story about the team getting back together. Yeah, I think and Kevin put it as like being dropped in the middle of like Buffy season three or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, it definitely it definitely feels very Buffy. We're yeah. <laughs> We were saying today that uh, this comic is much more brutal than something that is this pink (laughs) (laughs) than you would expect something that has this much pink in it to be. Uh, It's super candy coated (laughs) colors. uh, The the reviews that I've read have have mentioned that many times. And that is Paulina as a person. Paulina herself is coated in candy. Oh, actually, Savannah. No, Paulina did the color. Savannah just. um, Uh, Savannah does the flats. flats. And then I don't know what that means, but that's yeah. Paulina's sister. It's She's an assist. Great. They're yeah. both candy coated. <laughs> it's um, true. Kevin it's is family. just liquor coated. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to finish his comics and deadlines and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, this is it's really good, guys. Honestly, yeah, it's really good. Well, um, none of us have said what it is. Why don't we say? Uh, Zodiac Sapphires is about a team of uh, teenage girls who are all have powers based on zodiac signs that have been brought together by. Um, Kind of almost like uh, if you watched uh, Captain Planet, it's like Gaia. <laughs> it's a, yeah. uh, it's a kind of a, a magical uh, being who's uh, higher than us, kind of doesn't really care about humans, but kind of uh, is invested in this kind of conflict. Yeah. Uh, but the the main part of it is that you get these girls that all have interesting personalities and they're all uh, from different backgrounds. And I don't know, it covers how friendship fades and comes back and uh it also kind of shows the interesting bits of like how stressful it would to be on a team like this yeah. and like how much risk the toll it takes on them and stuff yeah. right which is a sort of very buffy feel to it yeah it's true yeah another like, buffy thing is just you know there's like an evil click stuff like yeah. that yeah. there's a lot of high school drama a lot of good um, supporting characters oh, the high school stuff feels so good yeah yeah so and i feel like kevin did a really good job with um with language and with saying using terms that are modern without feeling like, you know, this is an adult man who is shoehorning this modern term <laughs> right, into right. this sort of thing. Which like I hard, live yeah. in the internet age or right. something. And I think so. there's some help from uh kind of, I think he's a little, obviously more than a little inspired by Paulina's art and that kind yep. of helped him. Yep. Kevin and Paulina have worked the voices on a bunch of stuff yeah. in the past. So they are a good team together. Right. They are good, good buds. Yeah. And you can tell, I think. Yep. Definitely sure. come in and buy them. Yep, uh, they'll be here. Uh, they'll be at the Vienna and College Park stores on the 29th. This Saturday. Uh, this coming Saturday. This Saturday. Yeah. From 1 to 3 in Vienna and 4 to 6 in um, College Park. And they'll be at the Use Read store at some point. Hopefully when issue 2 comes Possibly out. Possibly issue 2 comes in. out. Yeah. And they'll be at SPX. And yep. uh, Kevin, at least, will be at Baltimore as well. Yep. So, so they're That's around. Good. Come meet them. Grab some comics. Yeah, yeah, this is, I mean, these are hometown folks. Yeah, yep. these are all locals. Uh, well, more local than anybody because Kevin was on this uh, very <laughs> podcast, uh, and he probably will be again at some point. But yeah. yeah, literally, the high school that these girls go to is in Alexandria, Virginia. Yep, which <laughs> so. always helps. Yeah, we'll have to talk to him after after it's all out. Yeah, and, uh, it's all the reactions start rolling in. See how it's been yep. an interesting experience. I'm sure it's a first thing for him, like a first for him, like just experiencing this 
like huge release. Yeah, so, uh, um, so maybe after the signings, maybe next week or the week after, we'll have him and maybe Pauline on and have a little chat. That'll nice. be fun. I know so much about publishing. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. comics get published Yeah, now? through Kevin, yeah. <laughs> How, uh, things I never thought I would... All the inside baseball. And just like, yeah, you know, like representation and, you know, yeah. how these things get so how these weird. things get made. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously it's like years to just kind of find a place for it. It feels like... I, I it's was, perfect timing, though. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, I feel like we've been waiting for this for like 100,000 years. It's been Pretty so much. long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's, great. it's a perfect time for it. You know, Lumberjanes is a huge success. There's Kind of a huge amount of female comics popping up. Pretty much every publisher is doing one. Yeah, uh, one or two yeah. or three or four or five or, you know, Miss Marvel's huge. One of our highest selling comics. It's a perfect time for a magical girl comic. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So we're all excited. Definitely That's check great. it out. Zodiac Star Force number one. It's our very, very biased review. Very biased yeah. review. Biased out of love. <laughs> yeah. There's no way for us to look at it objectively <laughs> but it was really good so but <laughs> exactly yeah we all loved it and i feel I, like people will love it i feel like i can't it tell to, it comes down to is that if we didn't know kevin and paulina and this comic had come out we would still yeah we still yeah we still probably super comic. into it yeah. yeah yeah check it out uh it's, uh that's it for the podcast right yeah um we'll be back next week with episode 152 if you have any questions do the things we said earlier yep <laughs> um <laughs> Ask us in person. Yeah. Talk to us about the podcast. Let us know what you like about it, what you don't like about it. And uh, let us know if you enjoyed some of the stuff we got. Please. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. See ya.